0: Welcome everybody, another edition of Saturday Night Short Track Update with me and Jeff Hall Jeff, how you doing?
1: Not too bad, made the drive out to Fairview tonight We're at the Hall of Heroes studio That's right um, we got a guest with us tonight and we'll bring him in a little later
0: yeah I heard he's a he's a dirt track racer
1: yeah he's a, one of our weekly warriors if you call it that at the Peoria Speedway and he's a, made a lot of improvements and looking forward to see what he does this year
0: That's awesome that's why we did this we wanted to help the local guys out that uh, you know are in our national series and get all the attention on the uh, other said media sites so well I tell you um, let's uh, let's talk about this Bristol. Race, uh, running on a Monday, kind of reminds me of the rainouts when uh, Bristol used to run on Mondays.
1: Yeah, um, I know you're a little heated over this subject, but uh,
0: did you hear my podcast yesterday? It, that I did. That
1: I did. <laughs> um, I agree with you. They could have waited and maybe done heat races tomorrow night or tonight, and done their feet main events tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I mean they had they had combined. They ran, what was, the, what was the truck race, like 160 laps and then 250? That's only, that's only 410 laps. Mm-hmm. And how many laps were going good of The heat's going to be 15. So
1: 15,
0: yeah. Yeah, it would have been a little bit over 500 miles. Yeah. You could easily do that in one day. Yes. The thing that I'm pissed off about with NASCAR is their inconsistency and then their inability to really just be like, okay, we're going to change rules, but we're just going to fucking change them on the fly. That shit's old, and that shit's bullshit. To me, if um, you want to make a series great, or you want to bring... Okay, what what I think it makes it do is it makes us people in the dirt world kind of look like fools, you know? Because they wanted to put a dirt race on. Who's been telling them for 10 years to do it? The fans and Tony Stewart, which NASCAR obviously fucking hates, and, you know, I didn't like Tony Stewart for a long time, but I give the man a shit ton of respect for who he is and what he's done. I mean, he does field a NASCAR Cup team, four of them, you know, and when Tony asked about the dirt race at Bristol, he was pretty much given a good old cold shoulder, so he wasn't very happy, and that's probably why that they didn't get re-signed at Eldora, um, which, you know, I was bummed out about it because that's a real dirt track. Bristol isn't, and, uh, so you're already pissing a lot of people off doing that. And then you got, what, the charter. So that's another thing. That's a million dollars for a number, right? And then you have these teams that build up a one-race deal. I mean, that's a lot of money to come into a damn professional echelon series to get a truck to run in 28th place. You need to have half a million dollars. So somebody's out there getting all these deals put together and, you know, I don't think NASCAR prepared for what happened. Well, it, we, it's not going to rain. It's only March where it rains everywhere. I mean, matter of fact, there was it was flooding at the track yesterday. Like, I just feel like they were completely unprepared for that. And then the fact that they were like, okay, it's raining too much. Now we're going to postpone it. Uh, if you don't have a million-dollar charter number, you can't make the race. So they had to sit in the fucking infield all weekend and didn't get to race put this deal together, got to turn some practice laps, and then got told they they couldn't race. But today, they started racing at noon, 1 o'clock Eastern time. They could have, or I think, wasn't it, or maybe it was 10 or 11, was it? Somewhere around that time. Okay, they could have easily ran all four heat races for the trucks, and they could have easily ran all four heat races for the NASCAR race, and it would have probably been getting over at 8 o'clock, 8.30. For two races at Bristol? So what 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 was the decision for NASCAR to just try to be like, oh, we gotta hurry this up, even though next week is Easter and the NASCAR guys are off. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense.
1: It doesn't, no, none at all. So I know you brought up uh, Friesen's wife.
0: Yeah, and I'm very I feel bad for her.
1: Her next attempt will be Knoxville.
0: And I was gonna say
1: that. You know. But she if you look at the speed charts during her practice, she was in the top sixteen. Yeah. And now she's sitting there spotting for Stewart? Yeah. Because she didn't get the race? It's
0: just it's just the epitome of the sport. And I, and I just, like I said, uh, NASCAR, you know, look, I love you guys, but, you know, you're, you're fucking up. And it's just sickening to see that because then you, you make it. It's like a joke, you know. It's like a joke. Oh, you dirt racers ain't shit. We don't care how much money you bring to the table. We're not going to let you run. of, of some, some stupid shit. But listen. What they could have done easily like they did today. Oh, there was one wreck because it was dusty on a restart. Oh, now we're going single file. Rest of the race. Okay, that makes it really bum and not exciting. That's not what I would have paid to see. It's not like it was a fucking destruction derby, was it? Nope. Exactly. So...
1: Now well, I don't know. Did, now look, did you see Larson's
0: truck? <laughs> did you, I, I didn't because I was working. So the only thing that I could do was listen to it because NASCAR is shitty. They charge me $6 a month, and you still can't watch the truck race on the damn app. All I can do is listen to the radio, which I love to do that. You know, at least with NASCAR, I used to be able to watch the action camera. No, they took those away. Now I just get like six in-car cameras. Thankfully, one of them was my guy, Kurt Busch, and I got to watch him run 18th all day, you know. Which is another stupid thing. This What's this performance metric shit? You didn't race. When you don't race, you go off the owner points. Not some stupid freaking metric you created to, to, to find who's going to be up front. That's stupid. You know, just as stupid as this blind draw. But you know what? I'm all about saving costs and making the racing exciting for them. So I'm happy. It, I'm happy. But I will tell you right now, I'm freaking excited that Bristol's fucking over and I can stop talking about it.
1: Well, they, they are coming back. <laughs> I soon. know.
0: I heard that on my way over here, and I was like, hmm. Well,
1: no, I, I don't think it's... The racing actually wasn't bad.
0: It was better in the dirt than it was for the cup and the truck. Yeah,
1: but like a lot of people have said, it needs to be a night race. It should have now.
0: been. I mean, yeah, first of all, if you ever race during the afternoon, it sucks. You get sun in your eyes, the track gets dry slick. It's a wreck fest waiting to happen. Go at night when you can keep it tacky and fast.
1: I mean, it's going to dry off and slick off oh, yeah. with all the laps they're putting anyway. Well, so. look, Give them a better surface to go through and transition through. Not yeah, you what know.
0: They well, look what they did to Daniel Suarez leading the race, and then they start watering the track. He's like, "Well, that's going to change everything." Well, yeah, because NASCAR doesn't want you to win. They wanted one of the big guys to win.
1: Well, I, and they got that. I mean, yeah. I, I thought, I when I saw the yellow come out, the last yellow for uh, Marlar I thought. Oh geez. Uh, Stenhouse was gonna have a shot to win it. That's but, why they needed to have double file restarts. That doesn't make sense. We'll then, do
0: one. We'll do one file restart. That is just stupid.
1: Yeah, that that ruined the that that just set. Lecoma. If I was
0: a fan, I'm like fuck this. I'm out of here.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: I'm getting up and walking out and getting in my car. I'm gonna miss nothing. But, You're gonna see Joey Legano win. Mm-hmm. That's and what's gonna happen. The bad thing
1: is Stenhouse
0: was fast. Yeah, yeah he yeah, threw he, it down in there.
1: He, he, he picked up on Logano so much that last lap. I mean, yeah. if it would have been a double foul restart, he probably would have won that thing.
0: Yeah. It Look, look I, you know, I even did some notables here. Let's talk about it. I mean, to be honest with you, the Dirt guys were not even there today. They weren't. Let yeah. me, I mean, I'll tell you right now. Um, let's see. Our Dirt Track strugglers, not our Dirt Track Wranglers. You know, you got 33rd, Chris Windham. Although B was in an underfunded car. 34th, Christopher Bell. 31st, Marler, 29th, Larson, 27th, Wallace, 23rd, Friesen, 21st, Dillon. I mean, you know, then you had people that are notable, like like you said. Um, Stenhouse is up there. Suarez had a hell of a run. I thought I was so excited for him to win a race. But I feel like NASCAR kind of, you know, did what they did to Kurt Busch a long time ago or two years ago when it was raining. He should have won that race, and he pitted, and then they called the race after. And it's like, you know, it's just sometimes when your guy doesn't win or something, you just feel like. The NASCAR gods are up there, you know.
1: No, I was I was really impressed with uh, Martin Trucks today.
0: Yeah, yeah. We thought there yeah, he was gonna run away with, with it, we thought. I mean both races.
1: Yeah, he uh, he did what he had to do, he went to the truck, he didn't go get in a dirt lake mall or a dirt modified like He rode go karts, is what he did. This is what he said at Peavley, wasn't it? Yeah. He did two go kart races or was it a, was it Um a lot of the NASCAR guys were at Millbridge in north carolina he went to i-55 that's
0: the oh, only okay. time he that's the only experience he said he had was at two charity events at i-55 oh
1: okay yeah but other than that he he don't have any dirt experience he didn't do what joey logano did going to florida and bristol yeah pre-
0: prepping for that you yeah
1: know. his first races were or laps were in the truck and he won he clean sweep the trucks
0: yeah yeah, no, that was and that you know what I thought that was a decent race for what I heard, not from what I saw. I'm sure I'll check the replays out tomorrow, or the next day. But yeah, you know, good job, Joey Logano, your winner. Um, kind of, it's kind of funny that he wins the first dirt race in 50 years, and then his like, remember when he came into the sport and everybody said he was the best, best thing since sliced since sliced bread. Slice bread? Yeah. That's like a 50
1: year old term, right? Well, I mean, I'm sorry, but <laughs> he was the best thing since sliced bread supposedly. But he jumped into the 20 car and made it look like crap. Yeah. He could not fill Tony Stewart's shoes at all.
0: Well, you know, but the, when you're, you're like, look at Kyle Busch. When he came in, he kind of sucked. He did. Yeah. And in Hendrix, and Hendrix, shit of all places. Yeah. In Kyle Larson's ride that he's in right now. He sucked major, you know he what? Was, he did, he, and he, was, he had an attitude and stuff, but still wasn't great equipment. And, yeah, Logano is, uh, you know, I like to call him spoon-fed. Um, I'm not a big fan of him. Uh, because I think he's just kind of like, oh, didn't mean to wreck you, even though he clearly drives through you. Those are the kind of people I hate, and especially like any local track, when you see a guy drive through somebody and they're like, well, he lifted. No, Nan, you needed to lift because you were turning the car, and you're like, well, eight wheels will turn better than four. You know, like those are the kind of people that don't have respect. They, They don't have to work on shit like I do when Cole's like stepped on my wiener a little bit and just took the entire deck out. It happens. It's racing. He would do that to you and just not even think about it, you know, when he passes you. Did you see his car at Volusia? Mm. It was destroyed. Yes, it was. He drove through the field. No, he drove through each car to get where he finished. Not drove through the field. He crashed the field to get through. You know, I mean, that's because he doesn't have to work on it. Correct. Somebody like Mike Harrison was in that car. He ain't going to, if he had to, he would, but he's not, his car is not going to look like that when it's done. The right side is going to be completely pancake from smashing the cushion the whole way around Volusia, which you can't even do unless you're off track going into one and two and that's not good. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't know. It's uh, but yeah, I mean the cream rose at the top, obviously the money is where it's at. You, it doesn't matter how great of a dirt track driver or racer you are when you, there is a money funded car that's got the most funding and R and D you're going to have a better chance to win than anybody.
1: That is correct there. Um, so, kind of moving on from NASCAR.
0: Yeah, let's get off because I'm, I'm I'm still I have a headache from that still.
1: <laughs> we are talking about the Saturday Night Warriors here, and uh, we had two guys here locally that went off to Brownstown, Indiana this past weekend.
0: Yeah, we did.
1: Uh, Chris Moorfield and Brandon Bollinger both went over and competed in the open modified division.
0: Brandon Bollinger, son of. Ray Bollinger. Famous Ray Bollinger. That's right.
1: Well, Team 77 there. But uh, Brandon, he from I didn't get to watch the race. I know they always live stream their stuff. But uh, from what I heard, he had a straightaway lead, and the J-bar broke. Oh, And ended their night, which really sucks for the Team 242. Um, yeah. But Chris Moorfield, on the other hand, I heard that he started 14th got up to around second or third, and a yellow came out. I don't know if he if he spun or somebody else spun, but he had to come back up, and he finished sixth. So not too bad for our Peoria Speedway boys heading over to Brownstown, and thank God they had a lot smoother track than they had for that. Holy nice.
0: crap, yeah. Fast Eddie or Fast Freddy, that poor guy. I, I friended him on Facebook, and, man, I – yeah, that's a that's a hor- that was a horrible track the week before. I'm glad they got it rectified and fixed. You know.
1: Yeah, after Shirley's flip there, I don't know if Oof. I even would've raced another heat race on that track. That one looked
0: like it. Well, besides costing a shit ton of money, but that one looked like it really did hurt.
1: Yeah.
0: End over end nose like oh I'm not not yeah that's a, that's the worst way to flip a car.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen a flip like that in. I don't even know if I ever have, actually.
0: I never seen the, uh, the Fast Freddy flip, but I seen this car brand new and it was destroyed. Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't, I'm not sure who the driver was, the third driver. I know that each heat race they had. Yeah, they had flipped. a
0: B main and then the, yep. Yeah, it was bad. You had uh, Brian Shirley and then you had that one guy that came and ripped his nose off. This is, I think it was 16 Yellow Car. He just came in there and caught the, he, it wasn't the track. I don't feel. He, he caught his nose on the infield tire and it just, the Uke tire, and it just, poof and then flipped him sideways and then he rolled as he did it. I don't know if I'd blame that one on the track. I think I might blame that one on the driver. But that's just my opinion. It could have been rough. I'm not trying to call you out. I
1: don't know who you are. (laughs) No, I I couldn't be any more proud of our locals that went over there and had a good showing. Yeah,
0: Chris Moorfield... you know, and if you, a lot of you don't know this. Uh, several years ago, there was a race over there. Peoria he was running a suit. Was, was he running crate lates or was he running the steel block? Bridge? It was a steel
1: block class.
0: And some classless driver deliberately took him out. And, uh, you know, he had to be removed from his car and cut from his car and broke his back, right, in yes. several places. I mean, he was lucky he didn't die. Um, and I, I, I grew up with Chris and his family, the Moorfields. I went to school over there in Elmwood and stuff, so I know him. And uh, you know that was that's the kind of stuff you don't like to see. So it's good to see him getting his legs back under him. Yes. You know I've always seen him as just kind of a wild child. You know he's he's he likes but he's a good dude. You know he's a hardworking man, um, and he and he loves his family and he loves the race. Yes. And it's cool to see somebody that has that passion and that drive and like. You know, I think about it like Kyle Larson, you know, like, oh, you kicked me out of NASCAR, but look what I did in dirt. And then I come back and I'm like a threat every week, you know, like that determination in drivers. And, you you know, you don't see that. You don't know what these drivers go through on a local level every week. You know, they could be divorced, single dads. They could be working two jobs. You know, they could be working long days, construction, you know, I mean, and, and they're coming out to put a show on for people through all of the adversity. Like, that's what I love about the racing. You know, and like, like with Chris, I'm always, I'm, I was, I was always happy to see him get back in the car. Concerned, but you know, like just glad that he was allowed to come back to racing, that he was even able to walk and he wasn't severely injured, you know, worse than he was, you know? So you don't want to see that kind of racing out there, but it's good to see him have a really good run. I mean, that's good for him. Yeah. And, and and I feel like any good run you have, if you can just carry that momentum it'll just, it'll carry, it'll roll with you. You know, so going into the opening season, uh, you know, open this weekend.
1: Yeah, this this Saturday. That's exciting. It's finally, hey, get some dirt to fly around. I here.
0: I checked the weather, and it was like partly cloudy, but like sixty five. Yeah, 65, and not a chance of rain 67, anywhere. Sixty
1: seven. I was, and it's not supposed to get too cold either. So it's going to be nice. Yeah, it's going to be a nice hoodie weather night. Yes, it will. It's going to be a perfect spring. Yeah. Night.
0: You know, hopefully. Um, Hopefully, there's little to minimum work to do on Cole's car Sunday.
1: <laughs> True. Well, it's Cole even going out to race this weekend. I know he's not a big opening night person.
0: Well, see, since these aren't going to be released in sequence, we could maybe tell that he's planning on coming to opening night.
1: Well, I hope he is. <laughs> I mean, honestly, as me working for the track, I want to see everybody come. I want sure. to see everybody yeah. have a good time. I, I want to see people... I hope we happy. I mean, because it's yeah, hard well, to do. not everybody.
0: There's going to be like 19 other losers in each yeah. race.
1: <laughs> I mean, but you know, our guest here, he's he hasn't won a feature yet, but I know he is one driver that, especially this year, has left the racetrack a lot happier than he has in years past when he has raced with
0: us. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: So uh, I always love a happy
0: camper when they leave the racetrack or after they gave you all their money and burn all the tires up and well, use all the fuel. Yeah. I mean, water, watered the quarter panel up, you know, and they're still happy.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, drinking a beer, smiling because that's what they love to do. Yes. And that's what we love about our local races. That's why they are hot lap heroes. I like to call them Hayward's heroes, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's, uh, let's bring them on.
1: All right. So, uh, for our first, uh, weekly warrior, as we'll call them, we've got, <clears> uh, 18 out of Metamora, Illinois, he drives a UMP modified. Uh, Billy Puckett, uh, welcome to the studio, Billy.
2: Well, thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, thanks for coming.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so Billy, I know a lot of people probably know you just with the car number and what division you run, and but a lot of people don't know Billy Puckett, the person, the and man, how you got into racing, and just unless they've stopped and talked to you at the pits or anything. I mean, a lot of times people don't have that time anymore. They leave as soon as the races are over. So you don't see very many people in the pits anymore. So this is an opportunity for people to get to know you. Um, So why don't you give us a little history on how you got into racing and when you started.
2: Well, I mean, really, I remember being young when I was growing up in Arkansas and I'd go to a a racetrack down there in Bacola, Oklahoma. It's on the line of Arkansas, Oklahoma called Tri-State Speedway. And a lot of big drivers back then got their name, like Rusty Wallace and Mark Martin, because it used to be an asphalt track. So when they converted to the dirt, and I just started going there when I was I, I, probably 9, 10, 11, and I'd go every chance i get, get. I just realized, I love this stuff. You know, this is exciting to me. And I've said, one day I'm going to do it. Right. And then I, I grew up, you know... All through my teens and 20s down there. In 2004, I moved up here to uh, help take care of my grandmother after my grandfather had passed away. And just got around certain people, like uh, started helping Brian help him with his program, and then got to know Larry and Shane Allen. You know, they're famous because of the Allen name. Started helping them build race cars and doing stuff out there helping them, and just kind of worked my way into it and decided hell with it. I'm going to drive. So Shane put me in a car that I helped build and I'm, I'll tell you the honest truth, I sucked right out the bat. <laughs> you know, when you get lapped twice in your, your heat race, you're slow, you know. But
0: did you feel like you were hauling ass? I felt
2: like I was fucking fastest guy on earth. hauling balls, you know, mm-hmm. you, you just feel like it. But then you realize when you watch the video, you're like, oh my God, that's <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> you know, everybody's just like, dude, the gas pedal's on the right. It's yeah. Like, well, You know, you're new to it. You don't know, you know. And then by the time the feature came, somehow we luckily made it in because a car had broke pulling out on the racetrack and I was somehow the first alternate and I got in, ran the whole feature and I think I ended up finishing, what, 12th the first night? And I was like, oh, maybe I can do this. Yeah, I just needed more than eight laps to figure it out. That year, I think I ran a total of six nights and... The last night I ran that first car, we went to Spoon River, and that was a bad night. Um, I remember I was running seventh. Somehow I managed to start seventh in the feature.
0: Nice. Probably had no
2: business being there because I was still learning, but it's I was a fast re- track. Yeah, I was running good. So we decided to start there, and we were, everything was going good. And then I remember on one we had a caution come out, well, and then we all got bunched up again. Well, on that next restart somehow I managed to get turned into the front stretch wall. Oh. It was all hell from there. I mean, I just remember the only... thinking, thinking everybody had missed me except the last two cars on the racetrack. And they said the impact was so loud that the grandstands on the back backstretch cringed because it was just sound like it was right there in front of them.
0: Mm. And you know, that if you've been to spoon, you know, there's only one wall. Yeah. And that's so, on the
2: front stretch. So that was, that was pretty much interesting. Um,
0: did, I mean, that, did, I, that, did that junk your car? Oh, yeah, it junked it pretty it? good. I mean,
2: I got hit good enough that it broke the bell housing.
0: Mm. Uh,
2: you know, and... But you were okay. I was fine. Yeah, I was pissed off. I, I, I wasn't mad. The best thing for me was, because oh. I remember <laughs> seeing the look on the paramedic's face because I had literally stopped right in front of them, and they're, like, looking at me, and I'm not moving because I still hear engines, and they're grabbing backboards and stuff, and I hear somebody scream, gas and i was like screw this i came out head first i was perfectly <laughs> fine but you know and you know that next year i built a, a car i've actually built a whole chassis and everything and just something wasn't quite really right with it i think maybe we made it too rigid or we, we just screwed something up and then you know just try to run as much as i could and learn stuff and you know just kind of progress from there ended up buying a pierce car from Roger and Jed Friedman, and it was kind of a one-off kind of car. They there was only two of them built, and the other guy didn't like his. So I mean, I kept mine. Made some progressive changes with it, and we got better, got more consistent, and got more comfortable when we get in the laps. And I mean, other than that, I mean, it just kind of kind of how it took off. I mean.
1: Yeah, I remember you getting that Pierce car from them, and then you have them take a year off.
2: Yeah, got married. Um, Yep, got married that year. Same year I bought that Pierce car, took the year off.
0: Now that's who's with you here, right? Yes. That's your yeah. your guest with you tonight. So, okay, that's your, your biggest race so, fan yeah. and, and your biggest critic when you mess up? Uh, she She's
1: not shy. No. She, she lets him. I, I've <laughs> seen her outside of the racetrack, and, too.
0: So <laughs> You know, anybody that
2: races with us or, you know, like my friend Steve Jones and Brian Kidder, they screw up. She don't sugarcoat it with them either. That's I a mean, good.
0: That's a good. That's a good. Ra- that's a good race fan. Just mean, a good person involved in race. When you tell them when you mess up, hey man, you you, you you screwed the pooch. You know that. Yeah. Oh, she's not afraid to even tell the officials they made a bad call. <laughs> I,
2: mean, I know this first time. was oh, going to say, Jeff? She's been around this basically since she could crawl. You know. Same as Jeff. And
1: uh, she's probably got more years down the line. Yeah. Actually, I think she's. Younger. <laughs> but so, she probably still does have more years down the line. Women
0: morning. are always younger than us, no matter how <laughs> we. And I tell you what, she, they are. The, <laughs> she has learned
2: everything, and the, and she, I I listen to her, but it's kind of like that sporadic listening where you kind of like you don't want to admit it, so you let it go out one ear or the other, right? And then she'll be like, "Well, why didn't you listen to me?" Well, I didn't want to. She goes, "Well, I told you so."
0: But, but then she's, you, she's brutally honest. He, I mean, she knows.
1: Here's my question. Uh, but
0: you buy her gifts, and then that makes her happy. Yeah. Well, a win. She's wanting a win. Oh, she well. is. I could see it. Yeah, well, that about cost
2: her one time, but we won't get into that. <laughs> so, so I know another how time
1: involved she is in the yes. racing program. Yeah, does
0: she work on the car
2: too? Huh? Actually, she she does what she can to help me, and then it's awesome. And you know, she puts in the long hours with me.
0: Yeah. So you, it's, it's it's a labor of love. Yeah. Right. And yeah. did you want to say something, Jeff? I didn't. Well,
1: I'm getting that. Uh, I know one other female that is into their husband's racing as much as her, and that's Abby Fisher. So, my question is going to be to Jen is, are we going to see her in an all-pink outfit or all-green outfit giving you signals?
2: Well, no, because the pink uh, the pink outfit, no, because my wife hates pink, period. So, would she actually be trying to give me signals? No, because she's too busy trying to record the videotape for me.
1: Well, we can me. pass that to somebody else. Yeah,
0: but yeah, I got a video camera.
1: We, we got to have Jen out there doing some uh, stick signals.
0: We'll get her. Let's get her a carrot I costume would be, we, or we, a pickle. We would pickle probably be better costume.
2: off if she had like some uh, big billboard signs that she could ride on, like the motocross stuff. Oh yeah, then, that's a good then idea. Then I'm gonna see what are you doing, jackass? <laughs> you know?
1: yeah, that makes sense. I mean,
0: she'll just that, put the banner. She'll just put a banner on the advertising board out of turn two and or three and four, so you can always see it. You're slow. Yeah, you're slow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pull your head out of your butt. yep you need to hit the. Hit the cushion. Step on the gas. I mean, that—that's the stuff that she would be
0: telling. Well, you know, when I talked to Chris Osborne and Haley, you know, she's she said she's his biggest critics and best biggest supporter, and I, I think that's a good quality, especially if you're going to be involved in racing. If you're in racing, if you're not the if you're not there for them and not wanting to get your hands dirty and not wanting to beat somebody's ass because you know you felt that they did them dirty on the track, and you ain't you ain't in the right you ain't in the right lane.
1: That that's another couple that's really into it. Haley helps him just as much as yeah. I mean, yeah, and she's hard on him. Yes, she is. I was
0: there one night, and he sponge. He's like, Pfft, "Got any talent?" <laughs> what <Well, laughs> happens. <laughs>
2: I remember one night we were at Peoria, and she wanted him to do try a few things, but he uh, didn't have the springs and stuff that he needed to make that change. So I said, "Just come down to my trailer and get him." Yeah, I, I loaned him the springs, and they made those changes, and he ran really good that night.
1: Yeah, so, But that's just something me I like seeing is. The husband and the wife that can work together on a race car like that. That's, yeah,
2: I mean that's a that's an awesome bond.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, to be I,
2: honest with you, this year I probably wouldn't even be racing if it wasn't for her. Well, that's you know because she knew that. I mean, I was at the point after the last race of this past season. You know, we got that other the hybrid car, as I'd like to call it. That was, it was decent. Yeah. Once we got it, you chap cut and rebuild. Yeah, yeah. That we it talked was about. Decent once we got it going, I mean but everything I, takes time yeah but at the end of the you know last night we jumped it i mean it was nobody's fault but myself you know just got greedy yeah because everything that happened that night
0: that's racer mentality yeah
2: and uh i was just ready to, you know what step away i was i was, I was done i'm just yeah, all this work, i could understand that know? and then she said no you're not because you still want to do it you still have that passion and so basically, she made me buy a new car.
0: So here you are, and I was going to ask because I see you got a really nice hat on. It yep. looks brand, brand new, yep. and I assume that maybe you got that when you purchased.
2: Yep, I have. this year I'll be racing a 2021 Shaw car from down there at Shaw Race Cars, so I'm looking forward to that. There's hey, actually... if you're a listening,
0: Shaw, you yep. could use a sponsor. Shut up, <laughs> Shaw. <laughs> we
2: actually brought three of them back. So mm. basically, everybody that races with me, we are in brand new Shaw cars.
0: Awesome. That's awesome.
1: So the Shaw cars have actually started to pick up around here. Uh, local drivers Noah Fonder, Door have them. Yeah. Uh, Mike Cusack Jr. in the B mod class has one.
0: My little that's my little that's my little fam relation. And, and Todd Bates also has one. Oh, he's hard to beat at Spoon, man. He's fast. He is. I mean. So was Jim and Jimmy Hipster. Yeah. Yes. And I tell you, my buddy Kevin Anderson runs there, and he's he that guy. He's gonna have a breakout year this year. Yeah, I think so. I've been watching him man he is yeah. he is consistent smooth a little like Dennis Serb jr kind of uses the whole track but you got to be you gotta do that yeah. to be fast old grumpy cat we don't need to go there but that's your favorite guy oh you know it's so funny because I I was telling a uh, Cole one of my co-hosts we do a bunch of content together and uh, my my racer guy here I he freaking hates everybody that I like and I like it I'm like man I like this track Screw him! I don't like him because
2: he's a racer. Is he a Bloomquist fan? Oh, yes, he, is, he is. He is a bloomer. Yeah,
0: you see that over there? There's a Bloomquist car that you usually get that no. with bloomer fans. I
2: mean, I'm a bloomer fan, but you I mean, know, I'm I, not a. I don't dislike the guy. I love the fact that he tries his best to just he bends the rules. He yeah, buys, he's fine he at that it. Gray area. He pushes it. If you and, could cheat, Billy,
0: you know you cheat as much as you can until you get caught. Well, what makes you think I don't already bend them? Loose. That's what I'm saying. He, he knows that. It's called dance. it's called gray area because there's yeah. two colors of gray, I and mean, I'm going to do the other color.
2: Yeah. <laughs> me, me and UMP's already had our go arounds about the gray area in the rule book, so.
1: So um, yeah, we know you you're switching to the 2021 Shaw car this year. Yep. Um, Last year was kind of a up and down season for you. You did end up with the most improved driver at Peoria.
0: Yep, and I ended up fourth in points. Yes, can so I jump in though and just say that it was an up and down year for everybody. It was. Yeah, that, like, maybe your challenges were different though too, but still, with everything going COVID. on, with the COVID, COVID, yes. and all that, <laughs> yes.
2: it, it just it was a race season. But was it a real race season to me? No,
0: no, because I mean,
2: just the way everything started off, and you know, we what we all had to endure as a racing community, right. It just, but we all stuck together and we still supported the sport that we love, but it just wasn't the same.
0: Yeah. You could, it was, it was, it was lacking something. And
2: I'm hoping this year it's better, but I hope people will actually stop living in fear and get out and enjoy the things.
0: There is definitely, there's definitely a generation of people living in fear. I'm not going to put any age on it because I don't think, I think it goes with a lot of people, but... I mean I hate to say this. I mean it's media driven. The human race has made it through the Spanish flu, right. polio, yeah. um bird flu, H1N1, zika, food poisoning. I mean, I don't know, we've made it through everything. So, you know, people got tired of just being locked in a uh, you know, up like a, in a cage. Yeah, it just
2: it's it's just crazy to see that we could literally just shut down like that and just do it.
0: Yeah no and it, and it's I
2: I personally thought bringing dirt tracks back. Been hey, you know what? You get a little dirty beer. Guess what? You're not gonna get sick.
0: You know what he just said, Jeff? Beer, dirty beer. Oh, there you, you go. So you, you,
2: you get the fresh air. You get the dirt in your beer. You, you know whatever. See,
0: that's why my my media company I'm coming is, is Dirty Beer Media. 'Cause I mean only that, you know what you're getting into if you got dirty beer, right? I mean well, yeah. I you're around dirt. You're at a racetrack. <laughs> if race you got dirt in your beer, you <laughs> you're at a racetrack. Track.
1: There was nothing like Peoria Speedway's draft beer and a little bit of dirt. A little bit of dirt crumbs <laughs> <laughs> the occasional rock yeah. from the river. Yeah. <laughs> but no
2: I, like I said, I hope I hope everybody just comes out in full swing this year and supports their local dirt track. I think And we just go and have fun as a collective unit and group. Bring your family, just just go have fun. Yeah. And that's what we need. People need to get back to having fun.
0: The fans need to, and I think another thing with the fans is I think we as fans could be a little bit more respectful to people that are new to dirt track because, you know, if they don't know how dirt track racing is, you get your fans, you get them fans that are adamant jerks to other people that aren't fans or don't know them, you could really scare people away. So yeah. I hope that the I hope that the fans can really be a little bit more respectful this year. Um you know, because there are certain classes at racetracks that you just say they seem to start shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm not naming any class because I've seen b mods, I've seen Hornets, I've seen late model. G- I mean, anywhere where there's stiff competition, you're going to have that hatred. But let's let's not, like, put it on new fans and kids. You know, let's, let's be professional. Let the damn racers fight it out on the track. And if they haven't fought it out enough, let them get out of their cars and beat each other up on the front stretch. I'm a big proprietor getting people's asses whipped if they deserve it. I think that, that that's something the sport I, needs. I remember what, was it not a couple years
2: ago, the guy at Lincoln? He offered up a hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, fight on my front you, you fight on the front Stretch, stretch you get hundred bucks. You fight in my pitch you're going to jail. Exactly. But yeah. I think there's this disconnect and people keep telling me, Brian, you know, but there's no place in race. I'm like, bullshit. Do you know who Kyle Bush is? Yeah. Did I mean, you not see Noah Greg Gregson completely whiff on three punches uh, against what's his name? Well, look what Tim Tim mac said down there in Florida. Well, yeah, until yeah, until somebody punches you in your fucking mouth. Exactly. There ain't no respect. But no, like that that, that's it. exciting. We need that. That's yeah. something we need. You know, to be we it's need to be. It, it is. It's a passion. But as as like fans coming in this year, I want to see some excitement like that because we've been deprived for a mm-hmm. year. And I don't care who gets their ass beat, but if I go home and I'm like, man, I had a great time watching the races and some asshole that junked this one dude got his clock knocked, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll be like, yeah. yes. <laughs> <But> <laughs> entertainment, you know.
2: We can all get back to this racing thing and have fun. You know, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Yep. If, if you don't want to wear a mask and you've got your vaccination or whatever, how you want to look at it? That's fine. Yep. But don't come down on the people that don't wear a mask and don't come down on yeah. people that wear a mask. Yeah. Because we're all fans at the end of the day. So after, let's just
0: go have some fun. Yeah, after COVID, I've, I'm just like, I've lost all interest in politics. And, yeah. You know, I didn't even watch the weather because I, I don't believe them. Yeah. Well,
1: I'm hoping <laughs> I it's believe them for this weekend. Yeah, no, I'm actually,
0: hoping it's actually, actually, I'm farther weekend. from the truth. I could use
2: another weekend because I'm pushing it now. I, I pray for rain. I hate to say it, but. Yeah. Well, know, I can't but believe But as a racer, you know, when you know you're not completely ready to go,
0: you want it to rain out. Right. You know. Yeah.
1: I mean, if that car was ready to go, all scaled. Ready to load the trailer, you'd be saying, Come on, yeah, sir. I was, is it, is would. It,
0: is it already vinyled up and lettered no, up? No,
2: I'm I'm hoping I get a response back within the next day to see what's going on with that. I mean, I'm at the point my wife would kill me, but if the car's ready to race and
0: I don't have graphics on it, tape well, a number on. Just tape a number on.
2: Because <laughs> the worst thing I'm going to have to do is put a new door quarter on it. Well, yeah, you you'd
0: know. be smarter to just tape a yellow or tape a number on it, and that way if it gets used up, you're like, Well, at least we didn't ruin the brand new wrap, yeah. hon. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, no, we're, I we're
2: we're close, but like I said, this COVID stuff has made it really hard to get parts sent. Yeah, get parts. oh yeah, because everything's on back Everything order, is no yeah. matter what. Well, not so. to,
0: let's let's not let's not forget some dumbass that doesn't know how to drive through a straight canal is ruining everything for oh. everybody if it's coming from anywhere yeah. across the seas. Yeah. So we're going to be people don't realize how much that's going to affect us. Yeah, and so. uh, that's a serious thing so if you got some parts coming in then maybe they're not there but they're coming i mean i don't know what racing parts are coming from africa or eastern asia but if they are it might be a little while so hopefully everybody's got their cars built most for the most part <laughs> hey I, well we didn't even ask you um you know i mean in order to race you know it takes some money you know it uh you gotta you know it's it's like having a hot rod that you take out every weekend and try to beat the next guy you know but you, you can damage the car. You can hurt the motor. There's a lot. So what? What? Uh, what's fun in that? You know what? What are you doing for a living to to, to kick the well, bill and fit the bill for racing? A lot of it is. I do a lot of side work
2: sometimes for cash because I'm a welder fabricator. Oh, Okay, so you're fabricator. Yeah, that's um, why
0: you made a, your own car. Yeah,
2: that makes so sense. So I'm a, You know, I'm right now. I'm a mechanical engineer where I work at now. So you're smart. I wouldn't go that far, but I drive. <laughs> I drive a modified. How smart is
0: that? I tell you what now. Um, yeah, it does sound stupid because they're there only small tires, but I heard that if you drive a modified, when you get in a late model, it's like walking a dog. Well, I have driven Because modifieds are harder to drive than yes, late models.
2: Yes, yes. And basically, I hear it's like driving, going from a Yugo to a Cadillac. Yeah, So I've heard that too. But no, I have a couple of good sponsors, especially um, I had one come on board last year, and they're coming back again. This year, it is the uh, Tazwell Gaming Center down there in Precourt. The oh, okay. The bingo hall. The bingo hall. So, I really appreciate that, but I've had a really big supporter the last few years, and it's an eye doctor. It's called Tri-County Eye Center in Washington, Illinois. Nice. So, they're like big supporters, and I couldn't be more
0: thankful for that. Um, you probably can see because of them, too, right? Oh, yeah. yeah? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Did we, you get the
0: LASIK done or contact? contacts? No, no. Perfect Unfortunately, version. the guy Race car put drivers. me in glasses. So. <laughs> he put you in glasses. Yeah, <laughs> he
2: put me in glasses. But no other night. great group of people. That sounds... Um, but for the most part, um, it's out of mine and my wife's pocket. Yeah. So, and if we don't have the money to go racing, we don't go racing. Well, that's understandable. So, my bills and everything are paid before I hit the racetrack.
0: Which right. is normally how that is. You know, yeah. You know. but, for most. You know, most I've I've seen a lot
2: of racers. Yeah, for most. There's been a lot of racers that will do certain things just to go to the racetrack. And yeah. I'm not gonna put my my yeah. family in that situation. I'm,
0: I'm sure Brandon Shepard probably still has like twelve big checks and he hasn't even took into a real yeah. real big bank so, yet, you know what I mean? So when you have that kind of money to sit on, that's nice. But yeah, to be competitive even, you know, you're you know, you're spending your the money you saved up all year just to pick up a couple tents on the track, you know, with a yeah. new shock package or buying a brand new car or or going and buying new tires every week. I mean, that that adds up. Right. Hoosiers got you by the, mm-hmm, the you know, that. the cojones there. Yeah, they, with, they, uh, they, with,
2: they could cut us a break on the tires. They, they could, they we, they, but they're money. not going. To. No, they're not. No, they're,
0: it's it's because it's what we all we're racers. Yeah. Like Cole would say, famous famous. that like, we're we're idiots. We just we keep putting money to something yeah. that we're we're not going to win any more money out of it. We're never going to make our money back. But goddamn it, we had fun when we did it. You know. And we're going to burn up some tires, and, and we're going to burn some fuel up. And, you know, we have some people that give us some money to help support us, and we we'll really appreciate that. And uh, so we just want to put on a show. But then when you start wanting to get faster and win races, that's where you can lose the, the fun of racing, I feel. Because when when you find out you're good enough to be in the top five and you're running in seventh, it, I, I bet it, you, you, you're, you're like, shit, what, what do I got to spend to get this to be uh, I, just that much quicker? You, you know? know, and I've
2: had a bunch of those runs. And... Then you get those runs going, and then all of a sudden something stupid happens to you, and you don't finish where you think you should have. Exactly.
0: Or where you should
2: have, exactly. And that it gets frustrating. You get aggravated at that, but then it just makes you come back more determined the next week. Driven, determined, yeah. yeah. But then when you constantly go, and you have back-to-back-to-back weekends of that just... Um, oh, luck yeah. you're just ready to bang yeah. your head off the trailer or just drink yourself into a stupor yeah and just forget it all and walk away for a week
0: so yeah switching tracks is maybe a good thing to do and you know just to get get rid of the bad luck per se
2: yeah pretty much um we left peoria for about two years stretch there and went to fairberry and really seemed like going to falls made me a better driver
0: that's a tough track to
2: drive. It's, it's it's a very tough track, but the competition there is just you race against yeah. money there. Yeah. There's no doubt about it.
0: But there is real talent
2: there, too. There is really good talent there.
0: In any division that races on yes. that track. Because yes. Cole did a similar thing, um, just really quickly. He kind of got – he had as we had our deal where – a certain driver wasn't giving him enough respect to track, and it was like every week we seemed like we were involved with this person, and it was causing a lot of stress and drama with the family and then with the car costing a lot of money. <coughs> Excuse me. So we went over to Fairbury, and I fell in love with that place.
2: Oh, that place is amazing. If it, it really wasn't
0: 110 is. miles from here each way, we'd, we'd probably run there. You know, I make the joke, I was like, Fairbury and Fairview, I was like, if they could have just changed the view to Barry. You well, know? I, yeah. <laughs> I, I've
2: always said if Fiori if, if you you could figure out what Fairbury what were, is, Oh, That man. thing would be a gold mine. But, you know, you, you, like you said, driving an hour, hour and a half one way and yeah, then doing yeah. it again at 2 o'clock in the morning on the way back.
0: Or you, doing it halfway through the show when you get rained out. Yes, it it, it gets old. Yeah, but, that's another four-letter word I don't like to talk about too much, especially right now.
2: But to me, racing against that caliper drivers over there, it just it makes you makes drive you, harder, Makes you better. Makes you better. And everybody over there, I've... I've only had one bad run-in with somebody over there, but he was a hot hit anyway, and everybody knew it. Yeah. So, but other than that, they race you, for the most part, clean. And if it's a racing incident, yep. it's a race. It's a racing incident. Yeah, so you can't be mad about that.
0: What people don't realize, too, is if something happens and you're on the backstretch stands and it looks like a, a complete purpose, you're not inside that race car you don't know how loose that guy is to, and maybe his car looks straight but i mean i know it's just eye racing but i mean people say man you look good i'm like dude i was turning that wheel like 87 times a second trying to just keep the car going straight i mean you don't know if a guy gets loose coming off the corner and the car looks straight but he's like oh trying to catch it and just takes your right front out on a modified suspension right there you know ball joint a arm tie rod ends you know it's a racing deal, but, you know, other people that, like you said, hot-headed people or those those mean racing fans, you're like, oh, boo, yeah,
2: and, <laughs> screw uh, you,
0: you know. You, and every track has oh, yeah, like track do. favorites. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. But Jeff
2: knows, um, you know, they called, Jeff contacted me after what the first three weeks of the race season that we finally got started last year and asked me what it would take for me to come back to Peoria. Yeah. And I told him a few things, and he said, just, we're trying. Come give us a shot. And I told him, I think I told you on that conversation, I'll give you two weeks.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And if I don't see any improvement in that two weeks, I'm gone again. Yeah. That first two weeks, the first week, it, there you can tell they were trying. And I remember after getting out of the car to hot laps, everybody came up to me and was like, was that really you driving that car? Because they're used to a certain thing. And I just went out there and just had fun. Just drove yeah. during hot laps and had fun. And I think a lot of people realized um, just running Fairberry had made me that much better. Much better. And more confident and just, just hogging it down in the corner and just letting it go. Yeah. But, you know, and we got that through that first night, and I'm like, okay, they got something here. We went back the next week, and that was probably a bad week because it had rained a lot that week and they did everything they could. We raced, you know, but the racetrack was breaking apart. So the racetrack caused a little bit more damage to the body than just racing yeah that's frustrating but they tried they gave us a place to race right after that every week got better got better and by the last two months that racetrack was so smooth so much fun to race on three i mean at one point we were three lanes racing there was no more fighting for the bottom or the middle i mean there was passing all over and it was fun yeah, like it would slick off, it would rubber up, and yeah, it was rough on tires and stuff, but the fans loved it. Yeah. Because there was passing going on finally. So, you know, I, I'm glad I made that decision to come back because, like I said, 20 minutes versus an hour and 20 yeah. minutes is a lot better.
0: Now, I'm not saying you wouldn't go up there to run a, a show or something one day. Oh, no. You know, because it's mean, a fun track. Yeah, PDC. You, yeah. you can't not run PDC. Even I if mean, you know you're like, I know I'm not going to make the show, but if I could make the non qualifier. You know, you know the funny Pat thing myself about on that the is, back.
2: I had made the Predator Classic. Really? Yes, I did. In twenty eleven. In a modified? In a modified. I had to make it through the B main, but I made it. They took the top two. I started fourth. I finished second.
0: Yeah, I and mean, it's only and it was five grand to win then or was it like... it was
2: five grand to win then, but to me it was tougher then because on a regular old PDC night, you were getting eighty five to ninety modifieds back then. Yeah. And uh I I made it in. I, I was so happy. It's like a, I me and my wife had this discussion the other night, that I ran Fairbury for what, two years straight, never made a feature. Tried my best, never made a feature. Man, that was the very first feature I ever raced my way into. No Fairbury. way. That was a Well, okay, that's so.
0: awesome though. Like that's a that's a that in itself is a victory right oh, yeah. there. That's
2: what I told her. I was like, this, that was probably the best thing I've had
0: happen to me." I think, I think Cole gets a little lucky because, you know, there's not so many supers out there. But there's nights where he's like, I just want to make the show. You know, but, but eight, eight out of every other ten nights
2: we know we're in the show. But knowing what I was running against, because I originally built that motor that was in that car. That was an e motor. Oh. <laughs> I was running an e motor with the modified that wow. year. And we put that little motor in that show. And I ended up driving from 24th to 12th and didn't even go a lap down in that show.
0: No crap. Yeah. Man. That that's
2: was, a good accomplishment. That, that was... That's got to that, be like that, a win. That made my season. That's like you getting
0: 20. out of the car and standing on top of the roof and chugging okay. a beer just because you felt like you you were like I freaking, this well, is amazing. When I made that
2: race through the B main, I I didn't I held my breath the last five laps. I guarantee I never breathed to one breath because I was like don't screw this up don't screw this up. You're in position. You're going to make this race. We made it, and just to hear them come over to the race fever telling you congratulations, you're in the show. You finished second. You're going to the main. I came in. I was so just out of place that i took the steering wheel off the car and next thing you know it went over the hood and down in front of the car and i was just like i I can't believe it i made this race
0: you know then you're like shit i gotta get ready for it yeah and that's
2: pretty much it was we literally had about 15 minutes to get the car turned around but you know what it was a lot of fun yeah i mean it i wouldn't have traded it for the world i mean that was that was so much fun
0: yeah you know, I, it's cool that Jeff brought you on because when, I, when we were pulling into staging last year, well, into the track, yeah, last year, me and Cole were in the truck. I was like, man, I really love that orange fucking car. I just, I love the way it looks. And then there was that green car. Now, green's my favorite color, but I was like, those two cars look, look very similar. But I was like, man, those are good looking, those are good looking cars, you know. And there was nothing special about them.
1: No, they're they're clean. Clean. Yeah, they were but, clean. They
2: were clean, yeah. And, and Jeff knows, um, I used to do raps a lot. Um, and they were always bright and they were nice, but they wasn't cluttered. I think a lot of people love that do wraps, they, they lose that feeling that they make them too cluttered. Yeah. So you, if you. There's too much going on. Yeah, here. if you tone them down and you do it just right, they look great. Um, this year I'm probably wrapping the car, but it's not going to be wild. Um, yeah. But the last couple of years I've done die cut, but I've always done it subtle that I know the colors in my head that I want to use. Right. And I always either highlight them with a reflective white or. A neon color. I mean, if you like my orange car, that was bright orange and flat black. Yeah. and It's just
0: a good-looking car to see on you know. The oranges. year
2: before that, it was all gray and flat black. It was pretty nice then, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've always had a pretty good perception of colors. Yeah. And the green car, yeah, it races out of the same shop that I do. Right. So, and I had a hand to help building that, because that was a sister car to the one that I had last year. And then, you know, yeah, I just... I don't know. It's just something I do. Bodies, Yeah. they all look good, I, mean,
0: I think. I mean, I've never had a complaint about it. Right. So yeah, I, like, I think you guys you guys got something going on, and it sounds like, you know, um, you're on your way. You're going to get that W. I. You know what? Get a heat race win? Have you gotten a heat race win yet? I've been close. Okay.
2: And she knows how close I've been because <laughs> she made a bet with me, and she almost lost. But I've had a lot of – crazy things on heat races it's yeah. like heat races and i i mean i guess you could say i want to be main but i don't count it because i was leading when they threw the mm-hmm. checkered flag but we technically never took the green flag then mm. that was last year <laughs> but I, until i actually cross that checkered flag leading i i won't consider it to win
0: yeah
1: so, so your your 2021 expectations what, what do you what are you trying to look for in 2021
2: I'd like to start up with a good heat race win, but I want to be in the position to win a race before the end of the year. Um,
0: it's it, very manageable it, expectation.
2: It I think I can consistently be a top five car. Yeah. Once I figure out this new deal we got going. But I would be happy with, you know, top ten, top five, just right off the bat, and uh, just go from there. I mean I'm I'm not gonna put any extra added pressure on myself because it, it is a new car and we're all learning this. But I think I can do it. Yeah. But I would definitely like to get that checker flag. Heck, yeah. Oh, I
0: mean, I'd love for you to get I'm I'm going to be rooting for you this year, man.
2: So, I mean, you know. For I've, sure. I You know, my father-in-law, he built my engine the last two years. And Freeburg Racing Components, Gary Freeburg, well-known racer in his right. You know, I always had cars. You know, all the people that's trying to help me and make me better. My wife's brother, Brian Krebo, has Crebo Motorsports. Crebo's a good guy. If you need some good used parts, the, too, on a pinch, he's he, usually got he's been really, what you need. He's been really big in helping our program the last, you know, well, years. or so.
0: didn't he help out the kids' mods, too, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah he's a and good dude. Well, yeah, he's yeah. a very good dude. And my
2: nephew, he's racing the kid mod. And he was a
0: hell of a wheelman, too, when I used to watch kribo race, you know, in the in the sport, or the... Steel blocks. The steel blocks. Yeah. He, was,
2: yeah. he was a wheelman. Yeah. Um. So, you know, just ready for it to get going. Yeah, Hopefully I weekend, get all my parts in yeah. and... I get it finished and if not I'll be out there as soon
0: as I can I, I hope mean. You, I hope your parts't are on the Suez Canal <laughs> you know <laughs> what yeah
2: <laughs> I, I feel like maybe they put the wrong driver in that boat yeah they did so, and then they'd
0: bring the smallest Komatsu uh, excavator known to man to move this thing as big as the Empire State Building you know it's pretty it's pretty funny but yeah so you know what, excited for you uh, to obtain, you know, a heat race win and just run up front, you know, and I think you're going to have a good time this year. Uh, I know there's a new track prepper in town for Peoria who uh, used to own it, and I, that was some of the best racing I ever witnessed when he owned that track, and I think you guys are going to be really excited with the racing surfaces this year come May. You're going to start seeing the track be uh, a little bit more competitive and racy, like when I know they worked on it. And they were getting there. Yeah, but,
2: they, they, they were definitely there at the end of the last year. But,
0: but i tell you what, Let's Kurt, get that taper
2: out of that yeah. that racetrack. Let's get it back up against the wall and have some fun.
0: Kurt knows dirt. <laughs> he, he, he does. And
2: I, I honestly think, though, this year you're going to see a lot of surprises out of a lot of different racers. Yeah. I yeah. I think you're going to see a lot of people pushing a lot harder and trying to better themselves. So I think this could be a good year for racing down there. Yeah. No, I'm I'm excited for I'm, sure. I'm more excited to watch these new kids and this yeah. kid my class. I oh, mean, that's I that's mean, yeah. I have a nephew in it, but you're gonna have a. I know at least I think ten so far, maybe even more. Yeah, we're, it's, we're it's around the, the ten. It's long. the new Hornet class. It, it is. The, oh, no, don't say cylinders. You know, so. this is the fu- <laughs> This is the future of the sport. Yeah. And, well, that's what they said about Hornets. And I think. I but, I
0: mean, I don't mean that in any de- degrading way at all. If I could have owned a Hornet, I, I had a Hornet. Yeah. I never, I could never race it because I wasn't old enough. But, you know, these, a way to get you into yeah, the sport. The,
2: these families that are interested in coming down and checking it out, you know, you got a kid that watches racing on TV and it's maybe something they may be interested in, bring them down. Let them watch these little yep. kids do this. this sure. be, it'll well, be good.
1: Go ahead and bring the kids down. Ten and under are free, by the way. Uh, it's just $10 for adults to enter the grandstands.
0: for the pit pass if you want to go back and experience that. And then for kids, uh, you have to be a certain age to get back in the pits? Or is that after the races, it's different? Um, After the races...
1: The right. kids can buy a pit pass, yes. Is it
0: like half price? Yes. It's 15 bucks if you're a kid. Yeah, 15 okay.
1: or 20 Okay. Is, I can't remember yeah. which. But
0: you got to make sure you have the proper parents. Yeah, yep. you got to have parents. And, yes. Yeah. But come down after the races, and, and yeah. you can get right in. They'll let you cross the track normally, right? walk. Well, I used to yes. back in the day. You walk off the front stretch yeah. and then try to the back. Yeah. As and soon and
1: you, as the last feature's over and the photographer gets his pictures and the car leaves the racetrack. Bam. The fans can walk
0: down to the gates. Down,
1: the, they can walk <clears throat> the track to the pits, or, or they can walk around the gate and yeah, and they can walk and, around the gate.
2: And most of us usually have stickers or hero cards, right? Or, you know, I'll have some too. So you'll <laughs> be seeing some hot <clears> lap hero decal's try coming. To get some more new uh, hats and stuff made for this year. Um, I had a few selected ones made last year, and they went over pretty good. Um, yeah. So maybe be looking for out for that and logo wear in uh, Metamora.
0: Yeah, that's somebody. Really, read, good, somebody
2: really good place. Keep it local, you know, yep. s- small businesses need all the support you can, and they're really good turnaround time, and they're not expensive. They're, like, probably the best in,
0: in this area to get hats and yeah. stuff like that. Also somebody sure. that expressed some interest in maybe coming on to help Jeff out.
1: Yeah, Yes, uh, Brian and Cameron both did. Uh, Carmen. 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 I always screw her name up. Sorry.
0: I can edit that out. Yeah. Just kidding. I'm going to let everybody know you messed up.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think she'd get a kick out of it. But uh, they actually stepped up and they helped with the uh, point champion jackets. Awesome. Because uh, Hoosier didn't send them embroidered or anything. So. Oh,
0: yeah. Because, well, because they, they were hurting a lot from charging $200 a tire. Right? Yeah, I get so
1: it. We, we got our...
0: They're just lazy. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> we got our black and purple jackets with just the Hoosier logo on it and nothing else, so... Carmen stepped up and helped the Peoria Speedway out with that, so the guys could get their jackets. That's and awesome. That's I've cool. i she's done a few of the weekly racers' hats and T-shirts, and uh, I
0: checked them out. They got some cool looking stuff, you yeah. know, for hats and, and apparel too. You yes, know?
1: and she—you don't have to place a big order with her.
0: No, and that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing with racers is like, you know, they're always trying to find somebody to to print twenty shirts, right? And they're like, well, our minimum is a hundred. And it's twelve dollars a shirt.
1: Not everybody has twelve you know, hundred dollars to I pay for shirts. She, she told me. I think you have to have eleven.
0: It's yeah, like that's normally like a small run because yeah, I used I mean, to work in print. You get a, you yeah, get a, you get a press. You get a six, you get six shirts on it. You know, it's two rounds with four colors of but, ink. You but, know?
2: the best thing about that is like if you had to run a hats done, and you did like the twelve or whatever the minimum is right if somebody wanted to come back in there and just add they, one later got on file. it's already yeah, done it's already ready to just, go just go buy the hack. that's I a mean, lot
0: of the companies are going to that one one off print because it's easy to once you get the file vectored or jpeg or however you run your programs in there you can print and go I mean, so technology, yeah, it's got, they, I was gonna ask you. It's got, they they got whi- some embroidery yeah, in there they, from them, and it looks great. Yeah, you they, they whipped that out for me you, you'd, today. You'd, you'd be pretty confident they could give me a hot lap heroes on a polo like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, man, I mean, it, I they does, they it look looks up. really Jeff, professional. Jeff, I mean, yeah, you, would
1: you wear one if we got them? I've got Peoria Speedway shirts I gotta wear at the track, but Well,
0: I didn't say at the track, I meant like if you go out to you know Olive Garden on a date with a lady, oh, you know, what? put the hot lap Heroes
1: collar on, of course. Yeah,
0: I guarantee you they could hook you up. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Gosh. They do great work. and Yeah, yeah. we're
0: excited. And we're hoping that they, they express interest in coming on for, mm-hmm. with Jeff segment here. So we're hoping that they'd like to jump on board because I, I love to help out local people. And that's what I, you know, I did the local racers. I did on my other podcast, I try to help out local businesses too. So it's just a, it's a local thing, you know, business is business, business to business, and ROI, return on investments. So, you know, that's what we want to do. We want to help the, the small people because that's what, that's what keeps the racing going. Is, is the little guys like you, mm-hmm. you know, not these big toter stacker guys that pull up in there with endless budgets. That That's corporate in a sense to me. But you're the ones that are keeping the, the bills churning and keeping the, the pit passes money coming in and, and keeping the, the doors open at uh, the racetracks. Yeah, I mean,
2: a lot of a lot of people don't realize, I mean, most of us have, you know, 40-hour work week work, oh, if yeah. not longer. If not longer, if and if then longer, you're working on the car full time. Yeah, and then we go home and we put another five to six, maybe even eight hours every other night or night, on our cars. And we're running on four hours of sleep if we're lucky, going back to work.
0: So. Monster energy drinks for me normally. <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> Red Bull's my
2: thing, but my yeah. wife yells at me when I have more than one a day roughly.
0: Yeah, you start having Red Bull out. I start thinking about vodka with it and, no. that uh, no. never Jaeger. ends good for me. No yeah. Oh so man, yeah. Well,
1: yeah. I've learned with Billy after hanging out with him in the garage on especially on like uh his chili cook off nights. Uh Jaeger and Red Bull are... His go-to. My like, go-to. Uh, he uh, usually ends out behind the garage. Do you know what? I'm so happy. That
2: was. That <laughs> I've was, been there. That was one time. But you also got to remember, we drank that coffee flavored Patron. Me mm. and Steve like, finished that <laughs> bottle in like 10 minutes.
0: and then, Coffee like, tequila does not sound very
1: always, da-
2: appetizing. It's very
0: good.
1: Oh, I so mean, it's dangerous. It's
2: very dangerous. Okay. Yeah.
0: Like you could just
2: turn the bottle up and just mm. drink it.
1: It's a, it's a chili cook-off thing he has. We'll have to get you and Cole to attend this year and have I, a little good time with why us. Why couldn't we just do
2: a podcast out there? Oh, we could. From the chili cook-off. We could. We could. Yeah. I mean, we have we give away a trophy to the winner. Uh, it's, it's a homemade trophy that I made out of a cam and.
0: Oh, that's even so, better. Uh, I like that. Yeah, we could do something cool we, like that. We
1: could get a old Mama Swigold's chili over there and hey, see, you know see how she does.
0: You know, uh, as long as you've... Um, make it less beanie for me because I get a little... Gassy? Yeah. Uh, extremely you know
1: Have some spice to it. Start him.
0: getting those Jesus Christers out of you where you're like, Jesus Christ In the uh, worst case, <laughs> in, if it gets
2: that bad, we can just get you <laughs> a box of popsicles. And I just your walk around. Just put one up your I just fast.
0: walk around one of them ones you plug into the wall so you can, you know, just yeah. automatically just throws a no, scent out every time. I mean, you've...
2: no, if, if it's something you're interested in, we usually do it the first week of November every yeah?
1: year.
2: Um, something we've been doing, what, this will be the third year mm-hmm. that we brought it back.
1: I've been to three of them, so
2: and uh, we'll have yeah. we'll have cooking
1: chili
0: with coal,
2: and, <laughs> and there's other stuff out there. Yeah. You know, there's chili. People will bring like cheese dip, stuff like that. It's just it's just a good time. It's just a to good Hang time. out. Yeah, just a bunch of racers stuff. coming out eating there's, chili and getting there, gassy yeah, and there's having fun there. But it's mainly like you know, just 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 to go have a good time, get together, have fun. Come out here and pull my
0: finger while eating some some chili. Some,
1: uh, some family, some sponsors. It's kind of like a end of the race year party kind party. of That's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: it's. Send yeah. us an invite. We'll definitely show up. You yeah. got me on Facebook, right? Yeah, I I don't
1: know if I do or not.
0: He's know. going to. I uh, <laughs> will now. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was the last I heard you talk ever. Yeah. He's going to.
1: <laughs> so uh, before we end this, I know you've brought up some of your sponsors. So why don't you give the people that help you uh, in yeah, the garage, crew guys or out of the or... garage, and help you names on the car one more shout out before we end this minute. All
2: right. So I have. Uh, I got the Tazwell Bingo Center. And uh, core, which, like I said, they're a great, great. Bingo.
0: Um,
2: Tri County Ice Center, uh, Freeburg Racing. Got to see to be fast. And Freeburg Race Engines, you need to get that right. You definitely, then, definitely need to have mm, a motor. Crevo Motorsports, um, Allen Automotive helps me. LA Racing helps me a little bit on prices on parts. Um, they're all really good local businesses. So I, like I said, I support all the local businesses. Action Suspension, Chris Richards does my shops. And I gotta give a real big shout out to uh, Larry Shaw or Shaw Race Cars, not Larry Shaw anymore, Shaw Cars. the The help I've been getting since I got this car from Jeff Taylor and all them guys down there, Kevin Shaw, great group. Great yeah. Group. Can't ask for nothing better. And I know. Don't
1: forget her. I'm
2: not. That's <laughs> my. That <laughs> is my biggest thank you yet. Oh well. Yeah. And Dyer's rods. There you go. <laughs> help me out. But my biggest, biggest. Yes sponsor and supporter is my lovely wife because really at the end of the day this is her race car yeah i mean and you're just in it driving i'm i'm just the nut behind the wheel (laughs) yeah so living his dream that nothing wrong Um, with that so yeah i mean like i said i'm hoping this is the year yeah that i get to break out and get that win we we want to see it and i got my buddy and in Tennessee, I have a Tennessee sponsor on my car. Believe oh, it. really? Yes, At- I got one too. Yeah, Ackerson Automotive in uh, Tennessee, oh. Maryville, Tennessee.
0: Maryville, Tennessee. Yeah. Huh?
2: They uh, when the aluminum shortage was going on, my buddy stepped up and brought me sheets of aluminum from Tennessee to get my race car. For awesome! Car.
0: So, yeah. So I awesome. got a big
2: shout out to them. So
0: hey, that's. That's awesome, man. We'll we'll look forward uh, to you getting that uh, success finally, you know, getting things figured out. Hopefully you can land a couple top fives to start the year off with that heat race win maybe, and then start working your way up to that podium position, get that big win this year.
2: Well, I take it I get that first big win. I guess the beer's on you.
0: You tell you what, you get that win this year. You come back to me and Cole's Hauler, we'll have that big bar stool out and we will not leave until the sun's shining.
2: Well, I guess I need to make sure I get some of that tequila ready then. then <laughs> yeah, yeah. You
0: better. I had to call in for sick uh for work the next 4 days too, so. Well, yeah, uh, me and me and uh, Jeff are going to going to finish it up here and like I said, thanks for coming.
2: Thanks for having me on. This is a lot of fun.
0: Anything you need or whatever, give us a shout, you know if you need something or you need somebody to to come and uh, turn some wrenches maybe one day uh you know i'm always available if i'm not racing with cole i love working on cars hell i'll even come help you beat your sheet metal out at the speedway if you get tore up i mean you know it's what i live for i love racing right. and if you ever have any beat up sheet metal i do take donations
1: he, uh he tries to get a collection going there i have quite the collection i'm working on it
0: oh what do you want <laughs> well, not for here, but uh, the, the, the
1: studio's kinda. Yeah. I have a gar- right I have
0: now. a garage I have a garage full of metal. I mean, yeah, I like I like doors and quarters. The the banged up the bang depth better. You yeah. know? Right. <laughs> if you're running it pure, I know you gotta have it. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, probably definitely. No. But no. no,
2: I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on and yeah, and, like I said, this this is a good thing for a lot of us under to teams to get some recognition. I like well, it.
0: and that's what we wanted to do is just to promote you guys and give you a chance to tell, tell us your story so we know about you guys, yeah. you know, yeah. and then everybody else can listen and get to hear about you too. I right, thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Thanks for coming on, man. Right, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, right. Billy. Well, it was awesome having him on, man. Another race car driver, satisfied with another podcast. And uh, J- Jeff, what's your plans for this weekend now? Uh,
1: um, The rest of the week, I'll... I'm going to be down at Peoria tomorrow night getting some things ready. Um, I'm meeting Brandon down there. And then uh, Friday I'll be down there again to get some stuff moved from the Tech Shack over to the sign-in area. So me and Shelly can be ready to rock and roll on for sign-in. And guys having to get their W-9s filled out and their trans rental sheet for the year filled out. And, um, it's pretty much about it on that part. Um, yeah. We don't have much paperwork to sign anymore like we used to back in the day before computers. Yeah, oh, yeah, count. everything's,
0: yeah, that makes it so much easier. Yeah, this,
1: this new program we have, I I, I love it because all of the information that we plugged into it last year is actually transferred over to this year. So that's actually limited a lot of the paperwork that we've had to do. Um, but if you're coming to the races on Saturday, uh, the pits open at 3, grandstands at 5 um all your lineups and results can be found on the peoria uh you'll find that night's lineups and the results throughout the night on there
0: um and if you want to get the results and you weren't the race check on hot lap heroes probably yes. normally monday we'll get it out there for your update we're doing here. yeah
1: yeah we'll, we'll have an update uh from this week's opening night and Hopefully we'll have another guest on uh, to talk to. Have you
0: figured one out yet, or are you still I've working I've got on... a
1: few. Um,
0: it's gonna talked... be pretty good. Be pretty good to beat to beat Billy. So yeah, I
1: mean, it's awesome to have these drivers on here like this. I mean, like like I said, people know the car, the number, but, but they
0: don't know the face and the, and the story no. behind
1: them. And tonight they they learned the story behind Billy. And yep. I just want to keep pushing this on for more more of our local drivers.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what we're here for.
1: I mean. Nothing against the guys that's been racing there for years and have thirteen track championships or.
0: Well, I need to talk to a professional. We'll get them on, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I'll have, I'll ask them to be on at some sure. point. Oh yeah,
0: and I, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to, to discredit any big name driver if they want to come on the show. I'd love to have them, but yeah. it's mainly, this is mainly for the little guys out yeah. here doing exactly what you do. You know, and what I do, and what Cole does, and all these small drivers. You know, it's 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 a love and a labor of love as well. So it's just like you know, give them some recognition, give them mm-hmm. their chance to tell you about their life. You might even gain some fans from it. You yeah. know, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I talked to Brayton Wallace this week about coming on here in the future. Brian Ray. Um, there's, there's about five or six other drivers that I talk to, but it's not just going to be in our top divisions either. I'm going to... Sure. I'll have a Hornet driver on here. I'll have some kid mod drivers on yeah, here.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean... To keep that one clean.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, we will have to keep that one clean. Unless, I mean, unless they're the older... Beep, you know yeah, when, yeah, yeah, we'll have to beat some stuff <laughs> out, but no um but i hope to see everybody this weekend uh, yeah
0: get out to peoria speedway this weekend or your local tracks if you are not in peoria yes it's going to be beautiful at least in peoria
1: yeah 67 i mean can't ask for much more
0: It's great so that's awesome well um jeff i hope you have a great week and get this uh, track ready to go and uh, make sure that we're up there and make sure you're scoring everybody right
1: uh, hopefully these transponders run right, and I don't have to.
0: You don't have to make the, the hard. part. I've
1: got the easy part. Shelley's got the hard part. I don't right, know how she man right. scores. That's <laughs> that's crazy to me. But I know Shake and the guys are down there right now, on the grader getting it ready. Uh, like we know, Kurt and he'll be joining Shake starting May, right. and them two will work together. Shake on the grader, Kurt taking care of the watering and the track prep throughout the night. I think those two will work good together and I can't wait to see what those guys be a, start being a, be a match made in heaven. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got shake who is very, very good on that grader and, uh, Kurt who knows his dirt. And I, I, I really do think they're going to give us some good racing this year.
0: That's looking forward to it, man. A lot of drivers are going to be looking forward to that good racing at Peoria this year. So, well, we're going to end this one for the night. Uh, guess, uh, Jeff, will talk to you next Sunday for the Saturday Night Short Track Racing Update.
1: Yeah, I'll see you guys then.
0: All right, man. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. And just remember, this is brought to you in part by Dirty Beer Media.